Welcome to the Optimized Mom Podcast, where we explore strategies for trading burnout, overwhelm, and exhaustion for simplicity, efficiency, and joy. Why? Because I want you to have the time and energy to care for yourself, have fun with your family, and share your sparkle with the world. Hello there. Today we are chatting about mindfulness. And uh, yeah, I don't know what the first thing you think of when you think of mindfulness is. I think for a lot of us, it is meditation is the first thing that pops up. And um, yeah, while mindfulness meditation is definitely a thing, um, meditation is a practice that we use to kind of train our brains. Um, We can use it to train them to be more mindful. But mindfulness is really a quality that ideally we would take with us a lot of the time. And it's a quality that is, um, I think, kind of hard to come by when you're a mom, sure, but just as a person living in the world in the 21st century. I read a really interesting statistic um, recently that the average person in 2011 took in five times as much information every day as he did in 1986. And that amount of information was 174 newspapers worth. That is wild. That quote, by the way, comes from a book by um, Daniel J. Levitin called The Organized Mind. Um, But crazy, five times as much information every day just the average person. And we know that, we get that, right? You know, we've got YouTube and Twitter and every show in the world available to us to stream on any time of day on any sort of network and podcasts like this one and and just constant noise and information. So that's just a regular person. Then you add in us moms that have little people with legit needs that are constantly in our orbit, you know, coming in and, you know, interrupting what we're doing with, um, with real or imagined things that they need from us. Um, and so it really is hard for anyone to stay in the moment and be mindful and for moms, especially, um, but it's an essential quality to cultivate. So what is mindfulness anyway? Um, According to the folks at mindful.org, they say that mindfulness is the basic human ability to be fully present, aware of where we are and what we're doing, and not overly reactive or overwhelmed by what's going on around us. And boy, oh boy, how many times have you ended up being overly reactive and overwhelmed? You know, your, your child comes up to you and asks you a simple question, asks you for like a cup of juice or something, and you lose your mind because it's just that last little straw that has broken the camel's back. Um, we are all living in that, that state on the edge a lot of the time. Um, this is one of the reasons that we've got to cultivate this mindfulness. We don't want to be, you know, on a hair trigger all the time, ready to scream at a child or, you know, have a tantrum ourselves or, um, you know, just kind of lose it. We want to cultivate that sense of peace and calm, even in this world that is so overloaded with information. So what are some of the specific benefits besides this idea of being less reactive and, you know, not exploding on people? 
um, you'll be less distracted. You know, how often are you walking into a room and you're not exactly sure while, why you're there or you open up the fridge and you forget why you opened it or you start to say something and then you forget what you were even saying? Yes, things like sleep deprivation, which is another natural component of motherhood, that can cause this. But a lot of it is that we, you know, we're barely paying attention to what's happening now. You know, we've got other noise and information in our heads all the time. So practicing mindfulness will make us a little bit less distractive, distracted, a little bit less reactive. Um, it can also make us healthier. Um, studies have shown that mindfulness helps you sleep better, recover more easily from a chronic illness, um, experience better cardiovascular health, even helps you lose weight, which is sort of shocking. Um, but when you think about it, if you're eating more mindfully, chewing your food before you swallow it, um, sitting down to eat, paying attention to what you're putting in your mouth rather than just like standing up and shoving a crust of PBJ <laughs> in your mouth. I know I'm not the only person who does that. Um, but if you're eating mindfully, you'll notice you're full. You'll take in fewer bites, um, you know, and, and I can see how that would help you lose some weight. Um, and most importantly, you're gonna be happier. I talk all the time about living joyfully. That's the reason I want to be an optimized mom. At the end of the day, it's because I want my life to be joyful. And nothing is going to make you joyful like practicing mindfulness. Let's face it, when you are not in the present moment, what are you probably doing? You are probably worrying about the future or beating yourself up about the past. I mean, there's a chance that you're involved in some sort of escapist uh, daydreaming, which would be fabulous. Um, but usually we're beating ourselves up. And one of the ways that we can quiet this beating ourselves up or this, this anxious nervousness about the future is by really focusing on what we're doing right this moment and enjoying the place that you are right now. Uh, very rarely in your life are you, you actually in a moment of danger, but we spend so much time obsessing over the danger that might happen or obsessing over the mistakes that we made in the past when we could just be enjoying the fact that right in this moment, we're okay. I think if we did all that, we would feel a lot happier in the moment. So if we want to practice mindfulness, um, how do we get started? <laughs> the first thing everybody always says is, I, you know, I don't like to meditate, I don't have time to meditate, um, my life is already too busy, I'm just getting through the day. Believe me, totally get that. Making time for a few minutes every day to meditate would be great. It's training your brain. Um, and before you, know, you say, oh my gosh, I can't do it, I just think too much, understand that when your brain is thinking, it's doing what it's designed to do. That is a good thing. Your brain is behaving the way it should. There's not a problem there. But learning to focus, learning to notice a thought and then let it go, learning to watch those sort of things pass by, it's an important skill. You know, if you can practice that skill while you're meditating, then it's easier to practice it when it's nighttime, for instance, and you need to fall asleep. You know, how often have you found yourself that you're lying there staring at the ceiling, thinking about all the things you need to do or all the things you're anxious about? Um, that skill of being able to sort of push those things aside 
and move into sleepy time is a skill that you can cultivate by practicing meditation for a few minutes every day. But even if you are 100% opposed to meditating and all the benefits it could afford you, um, you can still be mindful. Let's talk about some ways. The first one is to set an intention for the day. You know, living mindfully can start right when you wake up. So as you wake up, set an intention for how you plan to interact with the world today. Make some choices about how you're going to spend your time. Um, you might even choose to like write it up on the wall so that you can refer to it later. But just getting up and making a decision about how the day is going to go, how you're going to walk through the world, how you're going to feel, really can alter the way that your day goes. So many of us just wake up and then kind of see where the day takes us. And when that happens, when you're letting other people make your priorities for you, that's when we can really start to get down, when we can really start to get scattered, when we can get to the end of the day and feel like, gosh, I didn't get anything done. I don't even know where the day went because you were reacting rather than choosing the way that things could go. So setting an intention for the day is a great way to be more mindful. Tuning into your breath is a really easy one um, that we can all do regularly. Paying attention to your breathing is one of the quickest ways to bring yourself back to the present. And I find especially like when my kids are really trying my patience, um, you know, when they're arguing or when they're, you know, talking back to me a little bit or that sort of thing, or, you know, when something has gone, you know, in my mind, it's gone wrong. Just taking a few seconds before I respond to just calm my breath makes such a huge difference. Um, so just focusing on that idea of breathing deeply, feeling the air enter your nose, feeling your chest and your abdomen expand. It's just so calming. Um, so certainly when you get in these situations where you feel um, sort of triggered or agitated, um, that's a great time to practice breathing. But even when the day is going okay, set an alarm on your phone for just different times to check in and take a few deep breaths to sort of um, get yourself back to zero. Another great way to be mindful is to find a reason to turn your day into a celebration. Um, those of you who have followed me for a while know that I love to find different ways and reasons to celebrate every day. Um, for the longest time, our kid, uh, the kids and I have followed a blog called uh, Every Day is Special, where we find like the random uh, holidays or um, historical events that we could celebrate. And you know, if it's something like watermelon day, I go and get a watermelon and we come home and we have a little watermelon party. And it just kind of keeps things feeling fresh and feeling fun. Um, but I advocate, you know, even you don't have to get that fancy. Ask yourself regularly, is there something I could do to make this moment more pleasant? You know, if you're focused on the future because you're not happy where you are currently, which is what a lot of us do, um, make where you are currently better. You know, could you add something yummy to your coffee to make it taste a little better and make it a little bit more of a celebration to drink it? Could you put on some soothing music while you're sitting and folding the laundry rather than, you know, watching a show that you don't necessarily care about or listening to news that stresses you out or something? Could you find a way to make that sort of soothing and ritualistic? Could you light a 
candle and focus on it when you sit down to work at your desk or when even when you sit down to breastfeed. You know, we, we, we treat all of these things that we do every day as just this sort of drudgery that we have to get through. But is there a way that you could turn that into something special, turn it into a little bit of a perk and a moment to look forward to? Um, I think turning your days into a celebration is a great way to both be more mindful and to enjoy your days more. Um, another way to be more mindful is to turn, tune into your senses and notice your surroundings. You know, I think we just, we put our heads down and we kind of like blaze through the day sometimes. But, um, you know, instead of either just going through completely mindlessly not noticing anything or living in your head with your thoughts kind of spinning out of control, could you, as you're washing dishes, really notice how warm the, the dishwater feels and, and see the little bubbles and maybe the way that the light catches them and those little rainbows that happen? That's cool, right? When you put on your coziest sweatshirt, can you, for a second, just focus on the softness, the way that it feels? When you go to pick up your baby um, to feed him, can you just take a second to notice that baby smell, the smell of the scalp that we all talk about being so wonderful, but we don't notice it 99% of the time. Um, take those times during the day to check in with your five senses. Ask yourself, you know, what do I see right now? Is there anything beautiful or special or unusual here? What do I hear right now? Is there a subtle sound that's hiding under the obvious ones? You know, can you hear when the air conditioner kicks on? Do you notice those sorts of things? Or the person running the leaf blower down the street, <laughs> you know? We, we sometimes get annoyed by those, notice, those noises, but you know, can we sort of check in and just, just for a second, notice what's here? Do you smell anything? What does the inside of your mouth taste like? Are you touching anything right now? Do you notice the temperature of the air? How do your clothes feel against your skin? Taking this opportunity to sort of check in with your senses, it's a wonderful way to ground yourself and a wonderful way to ensure that you're inhabiting the present moment, which is all mindfulness is, right? Another way to practice mindfulness is to do a body scan to check in with your body. Um, I'm a person who runs sort of sort of hard at the time, that I can get wound pretty tight. Uh, and when I do check in and do a body scan, a lot of the time I'll think, oh, my shoulders are up. They were just now. <laughs> just now, I dropped them about an inch and a half. Um, I'll notice my jaw is tense. My neck is rigid. My forehead is kind of squinchy. And your body is already kind of in, or I should say my body, I'm not gonna make any assumptions about you, but my body is already in this like fight mode. I'm already tensed up. And then somebody, you know, complains about the homeschool assignment or something and I lose my mind because I'm already all tensed up. But by just taking a second to do this quick body scan to notice, ooh, I'm tense. I need to take those breaths. I need to do that grounding exercise with my, with my um, senses. I need to take a minute to um, you know, get a drink of water or to walk outside or to just calm myself. We ignore our body's senses all the time. 
we ignore its signals all the time. You know, how often have you thought, I need to go to the bathroom, but I, I can't right now. Or, you know, I'm hungry, but that's going to wait until later. Or, you know, gosh, I have a headache. Oh, yeah, well, I didn't drink any water today. Get used to listening to your body, honoring what it has to tell you, and, um, you know, getting yourself in the moment, checking in, making sure that your body feels at its best. Another great way to be mindful is to name your emotions. A lot of times we just sort of get swept up in uh, our emotions, you know, and, and we're trained sort of in our Western society to sort of smash them down. You know, you start to feel a little anxious and I can't be anxious. You know, you start to feel a little angry. I'm just going to grip my teeth and bite my tongue. Um, but if you're feeling emotional, a wonderful mindful practice is just to try to name it, you know? Gosh, I'm feeling sad right now. Or gosh, I'm feeling angry. Um, it can really take a lot of the power out of it. And again, you, it, it keeps us in the right now. You know, we don't have to continue to um, indulge that emotion. You know, you don't have to keep thinking about how you were angry four hours ago when, you know, you bickered with your husband. Um, but you can honor it, honor what you're feeling right now, and then let it go and get back to the present moment. Uh, another wonderful mindful practice is just to consciously ground yourself. And by this, I mean literally thinking about yourself in space. Stop and notice how your feet are contacting the floor. Notice how your butt is contacting your chair. If you're lying on the couch, notice all the places that, you know, your shoulder blades and, you know, your left arm and all that, where it's touching. Again, it's another way to ground yourself in space, to pay attention to exactly what is happening right now. So I hope I have shown you that it's not just, you know, meditation is not the only way to get more mindful. There are loads of things that we can do to, um, to bring us into the present moment. And I hope that you know that you are not alone. If you are feeling like, um, like there's just too much going on, like it's impossible to manage all that is coming at you, you're not wrong. There is more coming at you. Remember that statistic that I read earlier, that in 2011, you took in five times as much information daily as you had in 1986. And that was 11 years ago. How much worse do we think it's gotten? They didn't even have TikTok back in 2011. At least I don't think so. Maybe they did in China. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, you do have too much information coming at you. And your mind and your spirit have not evolved to uh, take all this extra information in. And so it is to your benefit. It will help you not only in your health, um, in your mental health, but in your physical health, in your relationships with people, to start practicing simplifying your inputs and tuning in to what is actually here, you know, happening in the here and now. Um, so here are some things you can try right now. Set an intention for today. If it's already late in the day when you're listening to this, set an intention for tomorrow. Make that something that you do before bed. Know what your number one priority for the day is. Know the way that you want to feel going for the day, going through the day. Um, how you want to interact with the people that you love. Know what would make uh, your day great. Set that intention 
mindfully set it on purpose so that it doesn't get set for you or worse, not get set at all. Another thing that you can try right now is to notice your breathing. Are you filling your lungs up in a way that kind of feels like it stretches your back out? Makes your stomach pooch out a little bit? Try breathing all the way down that far, filling up your entire lungs. Notice how low your rib cage goes, your lungs go all that direction too. They're attached all the way down. So if you're not breathing all the way down into your sides and into your back, um, you're not getting the full capacity of your lungs. Um, so try noticing your breathing right now and set an alarm on your phone to uh, check it again in an hour. Number three, think about what would make this moment right now a little bit more special. Could you put on some music that you love? Could you put a fire in the fireplace or light a candle or rub a little lotion in your hands or get some aromatherapy? Um, make this moment a celebration. Uh, do something to enjoy it. And if you absolutely cannot make that happen right now, make a plan for what you need to um, make this time tomorrow a little bit more enjoyable. Uh, number four, check in with your five senses. What do you see? What do you hear? What do you smell? What do you taste? What do you feel? Let that knowledge of your surroundings ground you. Number five, do a body scan. What feels good? What feels tense? What feels uncomfortable? And most importantly, fix it if you can. You know, take a second to stretch out your neck or lower your shoulders or lie down in child's pose for a minute and, and stretch out those muscles. Make yourself comfortable. Listen to your body. Number six, name your emotion at this very moment. Just name it, don't engage it, then let it go. So if right now you're feeling angry, if right now you're feeling sad, if right now you're feeling frustrated, name it, take a second to indulge it, to truly feel it, and then you'll probably find that it's a little bit easier to let it go. Number seven, ground yourself. Where are you in space? What um, points of your body are contacting other things. Just notice them and allow that, um, that sensation, that feeling of gravity to ground you. Now, if you are loving the idea of being a little bit more mindful, if you agree with me that it is something that would really, um, really help your your days to be a little bit more calmer, a little bit more focused, if you can see the benefit of being a little bit more present every day, you would love the Be Present session of Camp Happy Mama. Camp Happy Mama is my series of little three-week sessions where we focus on a particular, um, particular topic one at a time. Uh, basically what it is, three weeks of meditations, journal prompts, fun activities that I deliver right to your email um, in an audio lesson, which can also be accessed via a private podcast. So you open up your favorite podcast player. I know you've got them. We talked about our information overload, right? <laughs> you open up your favorite podcast player automatically every day. There is a new message from me with um, a little guided meditation, a short one, short meditation intention setting, a journal prompt, um, and an activity that you can do that day to help you be more present and mindful um, and you know enjoy your life a little bit more because this is your life that is happening right now. Um, you know, for all its good and all its ill, this is it. So if you want to really focus on, um, on mindfulness 
for 21 days. You know, science says that 21 days is a good amount of time to build new habits and new, um, new pathways. Uh, join me for that. There is a live version. If you're listening to this in real time, there's a live version that is going to run from uh, August 15th until I believe September 4th. Um, but if you're listening to this later, you can do this, um, this particular session uh, on your own time. Uh, it will start when you start. So um, do check that out. I will include a link to it in the show notes. Hope you have a wonderful, mindful week.